Fitness Podcast. I am your host, Timothy Horn, and welcome to another interview here. Uh, we've got a great interview uh, with a friend of mine who actually went on his podcast um, a couple of weeks ago, actually. Um, so it's nice to get him on uh, today. So without further ado, let's uh, welcome uh, a sports scientist, a host of his own podcast and a radio show, Daniel Voles. Daniel, good evening and welcome to the Reborn Fitness Podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me on and uh, impressed by the name pronunciation. A lot of people get that one wrong. So congrats on that. You definitely nailed it. So <laughs> good. I was, I was fingers crossed. I was like, I hope you got this. I'm just going to go with it and, and let's see. So I, I'm pleased. So um, yeah, Daniel, just, just to start, just tell the listeners, our listeners, who is uh, Daniel Voles? Um, well, pretty simply, just somebody that loves fitness, somebody that wants to help educate others because I think there's a lot of general knowledge out there about what we should be doing. You know, everybody I think knows that we should be moving more. We should be eating better, but the, the questions are, are plentiful and bountiful. So just trying to help answer those questions and, um, you know, this podcast, my podcast, there's so many great podcasts out there that can help you answer those questions, but not just answer the questions because that's one side of it, but also the, you know, the, the inspiration, the motivation, the, Mm. the understanding that side of it too. And, um, so that, that's kind of what my mission is. And, you know, like you said, personal trainer and, um, uh, studio, studio, uh, gym owner, nice. um, exercise science major. So, you know, have that, that fitness and that, that kind of background. Um, but also just really, I, I love the, the, the whole thing of it, not just, you know, the, the business side of it. I'll, I'll mm. just, I really, and I actually made a post earlier today. I don't know if you got to see it yet, but on Instagram, it was just about what I think when I'm eating. And it's just something so simple like that, that mm. I think, you know, kind of really goes to the core of, of how not really obsessed, but kind of like how I think about health and fitness. It, it was t- kind of to the point of, you know, when I've put food in my body, I actually enjoy thinking about, you know, what's happening to it and like, mm. you know, how it's actually helping me. So with all that being said, basically just somebody that loves health and fitness, somebody that wants to to share my knowledge and share the knowledge of others. Yeah, no, I love that. And take us back to where this passion really started. Is there is there a certain point in your life where you thought, yeah, health and fitness is uh, what I want to go into? Uh, take us back to that sort of specific point, if there was one. But basically the question is, where did that passion start and come from? I think it came from just being sporty, you know, I was always into sports, played basketball, baseball, football. Um, basically I was, I was up for playing any sport. So that was my early, you know, childhood. And then, you know, obviously as, as a young kid, didn't really, I wasn't like a super athlete, so I didn't like specialize and get into like conditioning super early or anything like that. But Mm. that kind of led me towards more of like the, the sports world, which obviously as you get a little bit older, you understand that Hey, you have to be in pretty good shape to do this. So mm. I into, you know, after high school, I started looking, what do I want to do? You know, what do I want to get a major in? That's kind of a big question after high school for a lot of people. So, you know, nutrition was definitely up there. The school that I got accepted to, and I was not very picky about my school. Um, I really did love my school, but I wasn't picky about, you know, this has to have this, it has to, it has to be this. Mm. Um, but so the school that I ended up getting accept, accepted to didn't have nutrition. So I was like, well, maybe I can do that later on and do something else first. So, um, I got into athletic training as you know, my, my very first declared major and Mm. turns out 
I didn't even get into like the major classes. I was like, this probably isn't what I want to get into. It's more of the hurt population. Mm. I want to deal with, you know, athletes that, that aren't hurt yet that hopefully try to keep them from getting hurt. Sure. Um, so that's, that's kind of, that's kind of how I got into, into the, the education side of it, how I got into, um, I guess into it more professionally and stuff like that. That's how I got into it. Um, as far as just interest though, I think it was just, you know, I've never been a big kind of a big guy, a big person. So I was always mm-hmm. like, well, let's, I, I want to put on some, some weight, put on some muscle. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. from an early age, I've always been doing push-ups, pull-ups. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I had a little weight. I wouldn't even call it a weight set. It was more like a couple of that I would do stuff with, do some bench press, do some rows, do some curls, do some, you know, stuff like that. Shoulder press. Um, sure. I didn't actually end up ever working out at a gym until I was in college. So wow. was, I was, I'm, I guess you could say I'm kind of a late bloomer as far as, you know, working out goes, but I feel like I have a lot of experience just, um, with my own body, just, you know, calisthenics and, uh, and stuff like that, just small dumbbell stuff and stuff like that. Yeah, that sounds good. And did you ever, uh, play any sport in, in college and, and growing up through school and, and going to university or, and, and did you watch any and, and did that sort of help uh intensify that love or was it always sort of more the academic side that you enjoyed rather than the actual physical aspect i never played any sports not that i wouldn't have i mean i've definitely am into sports and i love playing sports and i love watching sports just never been good enough never had that kind of advantage you know physical physical advantage but I would say it's, it's a little bit of both for me. It's probably, you know, right down the middle 50, 50 between enjoying the, the education side, the actual, you know, science part of it, as well as the getting to see it happen. You know, I really enjoy um, seeing athletes playing sports who are just like, you know, kind of like freak of nature athletes that, Oh my Mm. gosh, how does that person, um, I don't know if you're familiar with American sports, but basketball Zion Williams um, or Zion Williamson would which one is it? Williamson? Williams. I can't remember which one it is. William, but Zion, Zion Williamson for the Pelicans. Williamson. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But somebody like that, who's just, man, he's 18 years old. He's, he's, he's a massive guy. I mean, he was mm. the biggest player going into the NBA, like that kind of person. And then, and then on the other side of the spectrum too, I'm just, you know, it's, it's really cool to see people who, who can, you know, do crazy marathon running and ultra marathons and sure. Um, you know that, so it's kind of, I get inspired by both sides of the spectrum. You know, a lot of, a lot of athletes inspire me, but it's also, I, I enjoy to, to learn, um, you know, from, from podcasts, from journals, from books, from stuff like that as well. Yeah. And I think it was also going back to the point of these amazing athletes and which makes you wonder, I think it was Giannis, uh, didn't he used to play American football before he, he turned to basketball? Did he? I didn't know that. Oh, did I, didn't not. Know, I think, I, I think I heard that. somewhere that he used to be a, uh, I might be wrong, but um, correct me if I am, if someone knows, and I do get this one wrong, but I think he used to play or did play some sort of football and then he got uh, encouraged to turn to basketball and said, you'd be much better at that. And obviously the rest is history. Obviously he's tearing up in the, uh, in the NBA. So obviously you get your bachelor's of sports science uh, in exercise science. Did you get your personal training whilst you're at university or was that then the next step for you? What was the next step after you left? Because obviously it's great getting the qualification where was the next step for you as you were coming to the end of your university uh, time? Did you have a plan or did you sort of not really know what to do? How, what I, kind of, I kind of had a, a general idea of that. I wanted to work with, with sport people in sports. Yeah. Um, 
and that was that was kind of my my general idea. Um, so in college, I didn't actually get my personal training certification. Okay. Um, at that point, I really didn't have a need for it. You know, I mean, I wasn't doing any real personal training anyway. It was it, I was getting all my information from my, from my classes, which was basically mm-hmm. the same information that if you were to get certified through um, the NASM or the NSEA, those were those were the 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 two main people that you know my school really emphasized. So um, at that point, it, there wasn't really a need for me to get a certification because um, I was learning the same stuff anyway. I was, you know, digesting it, really getting into it. Mm. Um, but but as far as, as as far as after, yeah, just, you know, getting certified was a big point. And then just trying to continue to educate too, because a lot of people, they don't think about about continuing your education after high school or after college, it's like, oh man, I can't wait to get done reading books or whatever. I'm just, I'm so done with, with tests and I'm so done with all that, which I completely understand that, but Mm. there's a whole world out there that's just waiting to be discovered as far as anything. You, you, you don't have to talk about health and fitness for this to, you know, click. It can be anything Mm. that you're into, any, any hobby, any job, just continuing to learn about it is, is so important if you want to really um, not just understand what's happening, but understand, you know, where things are going and, and how you can kind of be um, at the top of your game and at the top of the industry too. Yeah, that's a really good point. And that's amazing to hear. I think I, I'm, I'm, I, I think I agree with you. It's so important to, um, you know, continue to give it uh, back to yourself and continue developing yourself. As you say, a lot of people want to just cut off and that's it. They've done their formal education, but as you said, there's still so much to learn out there every single day. You can always be learning. Um, how, how do you continue to give back to yourself? Obviously, as you give so much out as a personal trainer and uh, doing a podcast and other things, what methods and, and formats do you use to, to give back to yourself? As far as like educating myself or as far as like the, the, the fitness side of like your health and nutrition and all that side of uh, no, how, how so you continue it. your personal self-development as a person and sort of, yeah. Yeah. So I really enjoy listening to podcasts. That's, that's one of my favorite things. Also enjoy listening to audiobooks. So okay. if I'm not listening to one, I'm listening to the other. I, mm. You know, I, I like, I really love music as well. It's just okay. like, I don't find that it, it, it makes me as happy as those, those other two things, you know, mm. on a consistent basis. I feel, you know, I listen to, as many, as many good influences I can get. So there's, there's several, pod, several um, podcasts out that I consistently listen to. And then I okay. try to throw in, you know, new ones every once in a while to see what sticks to see if, you know, I like the the content, the host, the, sure. the whatever it is. So that's the major way, but, but in general, you know, I think even just being around it, you're always learning. So even if you don't think that this is a learning experience, it probably is. Cause you know, even mm. if it's not something that's, um, a positive experience, you're still learning maybe what not to do. So I think obviously there's, there's, um, there's, there's your formal education, which, you know, going mm-hmm. to school, which is important. Cool. And then, you know, you have your kind of continuing education, which could be certifications or it could be mm-hmm. um, going to classes. It could be books, but then I think there's just that experience and the, the stuff you learn just by being around it and being in it, which is kind of, to me, just as valuable as the as the other two and those podcasts you mentioned are they fitness related or are they uh different topics business lifestyle music what what sort of genres do your podcast do you listen to well i listen to like one of my favorite podcasts if not my favorite podcast is definitely i don't know if you or if you've heard of it but it's called jocko podcast which is kind of a a mixture of like 
um, business, life, leadership, and then there's some fitness kind of thrown in. Okay. Um, kind of just as, as part of just a disciplined life. Um, so that's one of my favorites. And then I really enjoy, um, a new, I don't know if you've um, seen the, the one of the most previous or one of the most current episodes. It's a previous episode, obviously, but um, it's called Fireground Fitness. And it's okay. It's it's more of the fitness and health side of it. Yep. As it as it pertains to like first responders, so firefighters, EMS, uh, police. Okay. Um, but you really don't have to have any sort of like knowledge or background or even do that because obviously mm-hmm. I'm not in that field, but I still enjoy the content because it's very relatable to just staying motivated, staying dis- disciplined into living that healthy lifestyle. So mm. those are two of my favorites, but there's just yep. so many more that that are, you know, play an influence. And it's like I said, the the books as well. I, I love reading books on um, like the economy. I love reading okay. books on investing, on real estate, mm. on um, leadership. So, you know, it, like you said, just well, being well-rounded, that's, that's such yeah. a big point because a lot of people in fitness and a lot of people in a lot of areas, but fitness, especially, I feel like a lot of people are so smart or so kind of centered around fitness that they lose other aspects of, you know, a total well-rounded self. Yeah, no, I agree. And continuing that theme of self-development, did you not ever then think of after getting your bachelor of uh, sports uh, science to maybe go on to do a master's in a more uh, specific topic like nutrition or, uh, you know, or did you just feel that your formal education was enough and then you wanted to sort of to go out and get some more worldly experience and, and sort of learn that way rather than through uh, another degree? I never really considered you know, more, more college education. Mm. And I don't know why. I mean, it's, it's certainly an option. It's, it's something that can, you know, help get your foot in the door somewhere. It can help expand your knowledge to, to help more people. But to me, it just never really, it really was a front of my mind option. I've always been somebody who, who, I mean, I love school because it's, it's such a structured thing. And I'm, I'm one of those people that like the structure, like the, you know, knowing what, what to expect and how to, you know, go about it. Mm. Um, but I'm also just, I love doing different things. I love the, the unknown of actual, you know, non-school life, you know, you get out of school and you're thinking, what do I do next? But in Mm. reality, it's like nobody, a, nobody knows what they're going to do next. Really. Even if you have a job lined out, you don't know what really is going to go down in your life. Yeah. Yeah. It's just there's so much to do, so much potential. I mean, just to name a few weird things like the podcast. I never dreamed I would be starting a podcast, doing a podcast, talking mm, to people around mm-hmm, the world. Mm. Um, and then there's another thing I do. It's it's a it's a live radio show thing I do, which I never dreamed I'd be doing that. Like there's so many worldly experiences, and when I say worldly, just like in the world, not like in in school, like education wise that that can that can shape you shape your knowledge shape, you know, your, your new skill set. that that's kind of how I enjoy, um, kind of broadening myself is, is through those random, not knowing what's going to come next experiences. Yeah. And let's talk about those two uh, endeavors that you're uh, in your radio show and your podcast, the, the weight room podcast, which one came first and, and how, and, and how did they both come to fruition? So my podcast came first, it was around, um, around May of, of last year. So okay. just kind of was sitting around and I really wanted to start a podcast because it was in that first stage of quarantine and people were, mm. you know, really hesitant still on, 
even just going to the grocery store. So you're, you're, <laughs> you're, um, seeing people was just like gone basically. Mm, mm. And so I, even though I was talking to myself, um, initially I was, I still like the idea of just getting to talk about something that I liked, even, mm. even like I said, even if it wasn't to an actual, you know, sitting there in front of me person. So mm. I tried doing that by myself and I couldn't, I couldn't just, I didn't get the hang of it. So okay. I brought my sister on. I was like, Hey, you know, will you do this? Cause I need somebody to actually physically talk to. So we started, you know, we did some episodes together and we, mm. we kind of both got comfortable with it. And then a few, I think it was maybe a few months later, we, we started the, uh, the radio show and that, that is through kind of a completely, <laughs> completely separate non, non-fitness related that my show's fitness related, but the, the actual station is not a, a specifically fitness related mm. um, station, but, but we started that up and then that was a whole new challenge of going live and not being able to edit things out and, mm. and not, not being able to have any technical difficulties really, you know, your errors had to be minimalized. So, yep. you know, that was a whole like nervousness for a while, you know, getting, getting the, the board down to having commercials ready to playing songs, all those things were just very, very new. And it was, it was very similar to the way I felt about podcasting at first, but you know, I, we, we learn it and we get used to it. And now it's just another thing that, that I do and I really enjoy it. So, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing where both of those take me and also, you know, seeing what comes next, what new thing is, is on the horizon. Yeah. And, and what are the missions with both the, the, uh, the podcast, the weight room podcast and the, the radio station, obviously it was, you had a lot of time, so it was a good use, but obviously now with, you know, obviously here in the UK, we're starting to, to come out. Obviously, I don't know what it's like in the US, but what's the mission? What's the goal with both the podcast and the, the radio station? What are you trying to achieve with those and what you're hoping, yeah, what are you hoping to achieve with them? So the, the podcast is more centric around, I guess, it's not really centered around people just in fitness because we do try to, you know, I, I try to vary up the the guest and vary up the topics enough to where, you know, multiple different kind of groups of people can get engaged and find something of value. But that one's more, I guess, fitness, health, um, all that, you know, nutrition, all that stuff is more closely tied and we kind of go deeper into it. Mm. We can talk more in terms of, you know, fitness terms and health terms and all these things. Sure, sure. Whereas the radio is, is, is actually to, um, it's, it's to an industry called the green industry, which is, you know, lawn care, landscaping, hardscaping, oh, okay, nice. that kind of industry, which, okay, cool. um, so that I got into that, um, doing a fitness show on that to kind of, it's a lot more general. So, okay. Those people obviously don't care about um, as as in depth terms and in depth um, you know topics. They want to know how can I, what are some healthy you know lifestyle changes, simple tips and things that I can do on a daily basis to help you know live a healthier life and feel better, you know live a little better, help my business out a little bit, and then you know in return. So it's very two two very different kind of messages while they're both very still, you know, very similar. So I think for the radio station, the goal is to, you know, continue to help as many people as possible grow the station. Um, you know, I was, I've been in with the station for, you know, since pretty much the beginning of it, you know, mm. it's two years old now and I've been okay. part of it. Not, not, not that my show has been that, that old, but, um, been with it somewhat for, you know, a couple of years now. So, 
just continuing, continuing to grow the station and then just trying to help as many people as possible and just, you know, seeing where it takes me. And yeah, and the, kind of the same for the podcast as well. Just continuing to have people on, continuing to put out content, continuing to help people, trying to spread the message, trying to grow the podcast, um, get the numbers up, you know, because mm. I really enjoy it. And it's something that I would love to, to be able to do as, as a job, you know, as a, okay. you know, make some money off of it. And sure. not to say that, you know, you would, you would do that in a, in a negative way, because I think that comes with a lot of negative connotation, but, sure. but I think you can, you can multi, you can multitask and have multiple, multiple goals. And I think that Absolutely. that's a, that can be one of the goals. And certainly, sure. um, you know, there, there comes a lot of freedom with that. If, you know, if you be able to, um, you know, if you're, if you're able to spread a message on a larger scale, that, that, that helps me, but it also helps, helps, uh, I think everybody. So it's a, it's absolutely. a win-win, I think, in that situation. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you talk about how you're, you know, quite a big advocate for, you know, building a healthier world based on a long-term healthy lifestyle. For you, what makes the ba- most, the, the best balanced lifestyle? So all the components put together, which ones? So for you, how do you keep yourself healthy? What are all the components that go in for it? Because obviously it's not just going to a gym. It's not just eating well it's all the components, isn't it? It's, it's food, it's workout, it's sleep, it's recovery. So for you, if someone didn't know what, what, what a balanced sort of lifestyle was, how would you explain that the concept of a balanced lifestyle and each part? I think the balance really, really is the most important thing. The balance of, of your, your healthy, not that there's two different lifestyles, but your healthy, if you want to call it your healthy lifestyle and your kind of relaxed, maybe think mm. about it as, you know, your, your vacation lifestyle, sure. if you will, you know, you're, yeah. you're on vacation or you're taking a week off. You're, you're, you're not caring as much what's going on because you know that, Hey, that week or 10 days or whatever that length of time is, isn't going to kill all your progress. It's not going to, you know, be a negative factor. It's actually going to increase your, you know, your motivation. When you come back, it's, it's helping your mental state out. So I think the balance is the most important thing um, when it comes to sustainability, when it comes to long-term, because unless you're somebody that has that, you know, the mindset of, I, I want to do it all in, I want to go all in, forcing that kind of mindset is is virtually impossible, you know, yeah. over the long-term. So mm-hmm. I think it comes with just understanding it comes with a little bit of education because you have to understand that, mm. you know, eating this, um, eating this piece of cake on my birthday is not the end of the world. You know, it's sure. okay. I, mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to get, I'm going to get back and, you know, if I'm going on vacation, I'm going to get back from vacation and I'm going to start up my fitness and my diet routine, you know, the way I've been doing it. It's okay to take some time off. It's okay to, um, you know, I don't think it's necessarily, even time off. I think it's, it's, it's a good recovery. It's, it's part of the process is, is mm. taking, you know, some time away from, from the gym, taking some time away from just focusing on eating, you know, as many, you know, healthy meals as you can. I think like, I mean, you really, you really gave the answer in the question. I think it's all about yeah. the balance. I yeah. think that that's it. I think mm. but part of that too is education. Cause you have to yeah. realize that, that it's not the end of the world. And when you have a little bit of knowledge behind why, then it makes it a little bit more comfortable in, in hearing that answer. Yeah. No, well said. Uh, and then let's go on to 
one of your greatest achievements, I think, for a lot of people. It's uh, an amazing ordeal what you did there, an amazing achievement and accomplishment for completing this, your marathon that you completed. Talk to us about that whole process of, you know, deciding to sign up to the training and then to the actual race itself. What was that experience like completing a marathon? So I've always been somebody that likes to just go all in on something. And so my first thing I did, I did a um, uh, skydiving. So one day I was just like, you know what? I want to do something crazy. So skydiving is pretty crazy. (laughs) Let's go skydiving. So I signed up for that. And like a few weeks later, um, I was supposed to go skydiving. It was December. It got canceled. So we rescheduled, rescheduled it for, I think we rescheduled it for like June, which, Mm. you know, that's a pretty, pretty long gap. You have time to think about whether this is actually what you want to do or not. (laughs) Um, But, you know, we, I still did it. And it was something that I just kind of jumped into and I did it and it was crazy and I loved it. So, wow. You know, a few months later, I was like, or maybe even a year later, so I can't remember the timeline now, but it was a little while later, I was thinking, you know, what's something else crazy I can do? And it was, we actually have a, uh, here in Louisville, Kentucky, we have uh, the Derby and uh, it's pretty popular. Okay. We have a, um, we have a, what's it called? A uh, festival, like leading up to it. Yeah. So part of that festival is a, is a marathon, which we hold every year and, um, you know, I was like, well, about that time. And, you know, the, the marathons in, I think the marathon was in April something. And it was like, you know, February. And I was like, I, th- I think I want to do the marathon. So <laughs> it was like the beginning of February, early January, something like that. So I was like, sure. I think I'm going to do it. So just laying down in bed one night, grabbed my computer, registered for it. Wow. And, uh, you know, I started telling people and they're like, are you serious? Like you only have like a few months. And I was like, I know, but I just, I really want to do it. It's something that I have to do because once I get my mindset on something, I have to do it. It's, yeah, it's like, yeah. that's just my mindset. I, and I love to jump all in. People were telling sure. me, you know, try the mini marathon, try this, try that. And I was like, no, I'm just, I'm going to do this full marathon and I'm going <laughs> to, and if I don't do it, then you're going to have to pick me up on the side of the road because I'm <laughs> going to try to do it. So I, I started to train for it and I really didn't mm. know, you know, obviously I had my exercise science background and I had some, some stuff like that. So I, I think what I did first, I probably Googled it first. I was like, you know, how to train for a marathon and mm. stuff started popping up. And then I think I went to one of my books I still had from, from college and I grabbed that and I was looking kind of at both and seeing some good information from both. And I just kind of made out a plan of saying, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do some short distance, long distance recovery, mm. um, you know, I think I did probably four or five days a week of, you know, cardio and yep. just building up. And I, I, I've never ran before that any more than five miles at one time. Wow. And that was on kind of just a indoor track. So that was my, my greatest achievement, you know, in running before. And then, you know, 21.2 more miles added on. So I was like, well, I'll start at five miles and try to work my way up to about, you know, 20 and, you know, I got to, I got to about 20 on my, on my, um, my training. So, you know, still quite a bit to go for the wow. run. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't feeling too confident, but I knew it was too late to, to back out. It was the night sure. before I was like, well, we'll just see, we'll go with it. We'll just see. Cause you know, why not? You know, who else is, you know, I was talking to, um, somebody that, that I know that that's done several marathons and they sure. were saying, you know, 1% of 
one percent of the population has completed a marathon and i was like i want to be in that one percent yeah yeah just, it's it's something i'm not like i said before i'm not a sporty person i'm not super gifted as far as mm. like athleticism i'm pretty athletic as far as like your average person but i'm i'm certainly no you know freak athlete sure um but but something i've always been proud of is my discipline and my you know my determination to actually finish something if i have to do it i want to you know i, I want to just outwork somebody and mm. out you know mm. out outdo some outdo my expectations in a way so you know i was doing i was going into it so you know just the whole marathon basically could be a podcast in and of itself but <laughs> yeah. you know i started out and i was feeling good you know you're you're you have the whole crowd behind you and i think that's such mm. an under underappreciated concept of a crowd in running you know yeah. i would never yeah. really got it before but you're really there for the runners you know it, it's it's crazy how supportive that made you know, that whole crowd experience was, it was, sure. it really carried me through. So, you know, without them, I definitely don't think I would have been able to, uh, you know, finish because even though I didn't know anybody along the way, it was just people happening for you and telling you, keep going, telling you good job, telling you, you know, whatever. So, mm. you know, I made it through in five hours and 51 minutes and wow. I think 51 seconds and I had six hours to finish it. So quality, love that. You know, I, like I said, it's, it's definitely my I would consider it my greatest achievement as, as far as um, maybe not my, my greatest long-term achievement, but, you know, yeah. my hardest achievement, hardest to earn thing sure. was definitely that. Yeah. And for you, was it more of a physical test, a mental test or both? And for you, which was the hardest part of the race? It was definitely both. You know, like I said, I trained. Um, for a few months, which is definitely not recommended when it comes to a marathon. Mm. So physically, I wasn't ready yet. I just wasn't. Um, something I think that did help was I was doing a lot of strength training throughout my um, cardio training as well. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, squats, deadlifts, you know, just trying to build up my body because I knew, I mean, obviously you're running further than people should run. So, yeah, yeah. you know, build up your body because it's going to break down. So if it's mm. going to break down, I want it to be, you know, as, as elevated as possible you know, when we start. So when we do break it down, it's, it's at least functional at the end. So, um, definitely was a physical battle, but yeah, the mental side of, of it was ongoing because you, know, you, you start to question yourself and doubt yourself even before the day starts, you know, it's, mm. it's, 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 the, it's not something that the average person does. And so you're, you're not, you don't have that many people to, to look at and say, Oh, they've done it. Oh, they've done it. I can do it too. So mentally you have to just understand that's the biggest thing i think is if you're going to do a marathon or anything challenging anything hard you have to understand that it's going to be hard so just do it anyway mm. so so but the actual race the race was was again physically hard yes mentally hard yes it was you know cramping every step and you know my calves were cramping my my quads my um, hamstrings were cramping mm, mm. luckily i didn't have any um, I don't know if you've ever heard of it in running, but apparently people uh, have to sometimes go to the bathroom and they don't really, it just kind of hits them out of nowhere. And luckily that didn't happen to me. Okay. So, <laughs> so that was one of my biggest fears, just fear of embarrassment, obviously. Yeah. Um, I never stopped to to go to the bathroom, which was another good thing. Cause if I did, who knows if I would have finished with only nine sure. minutes to go, but yeah. Um, but, but yeah, the mental side of just knowing, Hey, it, this does suck and it hurts. And my my breathing is, is off. I can't, you know, catch my breath fully. And, um, actually one weird thing that I think my mind just took over at the end, I called my dad 
was uh, all by myself. And that's kind of how it was towards the end. Cause I was, you know, towards one of the, the last runners. Yeah. Um, I called my dad and I was like a mile out and I was like, just, can you go to McDonald's and get me like a Big Mac? And <laughs> he couldn't hear me cause the music was so loud, but that's like my mind took over at that point. It knew that I was like, you know, my body was, was at its last <laughs> ends. Um, but, but I ended up, you know, I think probably looking at it now, it was probably maybe 20 to 30 yards. I, I like did my best sprint towards the end. Uh, I think you kind of get that at the end of anything. Yeah. When you see yeah. the finish line, you definitely get a, a boost of energy. But sure. after that, I just, you know, I, I collapsed. And I, mm. They tell you not to do that, but th- whoever told you not to do that is either too experienced <laughs> to talk to a beginner or have never done one because I did not ever want to, you know, run again after that now yeah yeah i said that for a long time i was like i'll never do another marathon again and at this point though i forgot how painful it was so i'll probably try it again (laughs) (laughs) it's fair enough just to see what that pain is like again and then say yeah don't want to do that again and then you probably end up doing another one so and you'll probably get addicted to them so no that's awesome that's really really cool that's a hell of an achievement as well so well done for thank you thank you for doing that so what does the the future hold then for for yourself in terms of your studio gym the podcast the radio over this obviously next year obviously hopefully the us will start to ease up a little bit and open up you know what does the future hold for for daniel voles man i think it's so hard to tell i mean i i enjoy i enjoy what i'm doing um i definitely want to grow my gym that's a, that's a given just, you know, grow your business. And, um, but, but growing the podcast too is, is, is one of my biggest goals right now. Mm. So, you know, actually just recently, uh, that it's been my goal for a long time, but just recently I wrote down some, you know, some, I was like, well, what can I do to actually physically do it? And so I started writing down some ways and I started to, you know, write down some goals and sure. so, you know, getting more serious about, about the podcast obviously i'm serious about you know the the studio gym because i'm financially invested so that's a that's obviously you know there but the future for me is just is just trying to to take every experience i can get and and grow my skill set because i never like i said at the beginning i never thought i would do a live radio show you know Mm. i'm very much known as a quiet reserved person that sure that you know, I'm not a talkative person, but you know, and to me, it's, it, it's, it's a weird thing because in my head, I'm not a quiet person. I'm just not a, a loud, like, you know, talk about everything in every situation person. If you, you know, get me talking about something I like to talk about, you know, this is proof of it. I can, you know, I can talk about it, but, um, so just trying to embrace different opportunities, um, something that actually, um, I did a while back that I really enjoyed, really loved and, and learned a lot from. I did an internship at um, the high school I went to for their strength okay. conditioning. So, you know, continuing to do things like that and and just seeing where it takes me. I'm I'm, mm. I'm just so open to to trying and to learning and to, you know, I think a big part of that is, um, you know, trying not to, but but failing at some things is, is yeah. a, you know, a side effect of just trying so many things. So I think I'm I'm open to, to failing. I don't want to fail obviously, but I'm open to the concept of, you know, if you try enough things, you're going to fail at, at some of those things, but you're also going to succeed at some of those things. So that's, that's kind of where I am with, with, you know, my future is at, at this point. I love that. 
Brilliant. Well, Daniel, thank you so much for coming on and for, for sharing all and everything. And, and it was a really insightful and interesting and, and really enjoyable conversation. So I appreciate you giving up your, your time to uh, come on the uh, Reborn Fitness podcast. Um, are you up for a quick fire question round? Absolutely. All righty. Let's do it then. Here we go. Question number one is milk or dark chocolate? Uh, milk. Okay, interesting. A lot of darks, but a few milks. Nice. Very good. Question two <laughs> is you are hosting a dinner party and you can invite three people, dead or alive. Who are those three people at your dinner table? Okay. Um, Jocko Willink is number one. Uh, number two is, oh man, number two and three are going to be tough, but I'm going to say number two is Jesus because, okay. you know, who wouldn't want to you know, talk to Jesus. That's pretty Absolutely. interesting. Yeah. And then number three is going to be, oh man, can it be a fictional person? <laughs> <laughs> it can be oh, anyone man. you want. It's your dinner party. You go for it. That's okay. Um, I think number three is going to be going to be a singer named Eric Church because I think he's an interesting person. Okay. Nice. I like that. So the movie of your life is coming out. Who would play Daniel Voles in the movie of your life? Um, the movie of my life would be played by um, James Roday. Okay. Okay. If you could live in another decade or era, which decade or era would it be? Um, I would live in... The in a struggle because I've watched so many videos on this topic that it freaks me out when I think about like olden days, but it's also <laughs> very interesting to me. But I'm gonna go with I would like to live actually, let me put it this way I'd like to visit the time of like Jesus and be able to like experience all that, but I would probably like to live in the 90s only because of <laughs> this is such a random reason, but. Um, to get to see Michael Jordan in the Bulls. Okay, that's a good one. I, I agree with that. That's been very cool to see that. So I'm guessing you've watched The Last Dance then. I have. It's, oh my gosh, so good. What a, yeah, what a documentary. Coming on to uh, Netflix and, and TV shows, what are your favorite or uh, uh, TV shows, past or present? Favorite TV shows? All right, I'll give you a few. I like a show called Psych, which is actually where my um, James Roday comes from. Okay. So, that's where he comes from. And then I, I really, I mean, I'm an office, the office fan, Parks and okay. Rec, How I Met Your Mother. Um, I'm, I'm really into kind of like goofy, funny, silly stuff. Okay, fine. Um, that's, that's kind of my jam as far as just yeah, yeah. like consistency goes. Like that. Fair enough. Uh, and the last question is what are your top three songs on your Spotify or Apple music playlist at the moment? Top three songs are probably going to be not my top three songs only because I play music from <laughs> my, for my clients, but my top three songs right now are probably going to be um, a song by Eric church, which is called Leonard Skinner Jones, a uh, okay. new song that just came out. I listened to it probably like 40 times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I do. With um, new songs. I like just listen to them over and over again. So I know. <laughs> and then number two would be um, a song called solo by Frank ocean great song it's a uh, i don't know if you've heard of him he's kind of like a i wouldn't call him r&b or rap but he's kind of like somewhere in between kind of like okay in between those two and then 
probably my third is going to be oh man let's go with a blink 182 song i've been listening to um small things okay love it awesome brilliant well daniel thank you very much again for sharing everything and for coming on having a great conversation i've really enjoyed it um can we how can we find you how can we follow your yourself your podcast your radio show your studio gym absolutely so you can get in touch with me on instagram at daniel.personaltraining definitely hit me up give me a follow i'll follow you back for sure um and then on as far as as far as my podcast goes you can just search the weight room anywhere you get podcasts so apple podcast spotify um, Google and Amazon, obviously have platforms, but anywhere. So YouTube as well. I'm trying to grow my YouTube channel. So if you have a YouTube channel and you don't mind supporting the weight room, you know, give me, you know, subscribe to my channel. I will subscribe back to you. I know that's kind of big for people, but yeah, I'm trying to grow the, the YouTube side of things right now. Um, but, but as far as, as far as the weight room goes, it doesn't have an Instagram page yet. Kind of contemplating whether that's an idea that I want to, uh, to want to make that page yet or not so as of now though no youtube page or no instagram page for the weight room and then if you want to check out my uh my, my studio gym it has an instagram page at solo fitness uh, that should be it and if it's not it which is very random because i was just on here but you can always go to my um at daniel.personal training account and you can find it through there so that's kind of how you can get a hold of me and you know if you have like I said, any questions, just don't, don't hesitate to ask. I'm, I'm always happy to answer questions, happy to help people out. And, uh, you know, that's, that's my mission. Beautiful. Well said. Well, to wrap up the episode, I will leave you with the floor to give our listeners your biggest piece of advice. So my biggest piece of advice is actually some advice that I have recently taken and I've learned it through my podcast, the weight room. So being consistent is my biggest piece of advice. So that doesn't have to mean, you know, always, always, always working or always, 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 um, you know, eating healthy. It just means that create a healthy lifestyle that is sustainable and be consistent with that. So that's my, that's my mission right now. That's my, the advice that I've, I've taken. So I want to give that advice to other people as well, because I think it's, it's really helped me out. Brilliant. Daniel Vols, thank you so much again. Really appreciate it. Uh, good luck with the rest of the year. Hope it goes well. Uh, and yeah, guys, go and support him. Go and check him out on Instagram. Go and follow his YouTube channel uh, and go and uh, support uh, Daniel. He's doing a great thing. And go and check his podcast out. It's great. I was on it a couple of weeks ago and I've listened to some of his episodes and he's got some great guests and great content on there for you to listen to. So definitely uh, go and support him. But that's it. That's the episode in the books. I hope you enjoyed this one. Please share this podcast with anyone you, you would find useful. That would mean a lot uh, to myself. Um, but I'll be here same time, same place next week, Friday, 2 p.m. But until then, look after yourselves. Have a great weekend. And I will see you all very, very soon. Thank you for listening. Bye.